0: Listen carefully and see if you can detect what these two examples have in common. The color scheme for the new web design is spot-on, but the layout feels crowded. You're a skilled designer, so we're confident that you can fix that. Mmm, this hummus tastes delicious, but you added too much cumin. You're on your way to becoming a hummus pro, though. Okay, so did you catch the pattern? it looks like someone is serving up some compliment sandwiches. Yum yum. Not really. Compliment sandwiches represent a single piece of criticism sandwiched between two flimsy compliments. They are supposed to soften the blow of criticism. The problem with compliment sandwiches is that everything but the filling gets ignored. And as soon as the but is uttered, the listener knows that criticism is coming and that it is all that they will remember from that interaction. It sounds like there's some room for improvement here. In this lesson, we're going to throw those moldy compliment sandwiches in the trash and explore a much better way to give constructive criticism. Co, where we believe social skills are the key to the good life. What's the good life? It's a life where you call the shots, you have a crew you can count on, and you're on a mission that you care about. Now, before I jump in, I wanted to tell you about a great free resource that we've created for the Exlearning community. It's a comprehensive small talk guide. Just click the link in the description box below and it will be delivered straight to your inbox. So now that the compliment sandwich has been disposed of, you're probably looking for a brand new way of giving constructive criticism. And of course, in a polite way. Before we go any further, I should highlight the constructive nature of this criticism. When criticism is constructive, that means that the focus is on helping the recipient improve rather it being on the recipient's faults. Constructive criticism is feedback that when delivered properly should leave the recipient feeling excited about an opportunity to do better. Now, for a lot of us, criticism is tough to deliver, and even tougher to receive, even when that criticism is constructive. Fortunately, the method that I'm about to introduce to you helps streamline the process. The method is called the Velvet Hammer. This is a term coined by Joy Baldridge, author of The Joy in Business Innovative Ideas to Find Positivity and Profit in Your Daily Work Life. So Baldrige highlights the fact that words carry a lot of meaning and power, so we must choose our words wisely. Because once uttered, you can't unsay what's been said. Because of this, it's especially critical that we pay careful attention when giving feedback and constructive criticism. As Baldrige says, when you communicate something to somebody, it's irreversible and irretrievable. So it's all up to you, dear critic, to choose the right words lest you offend your recipient. No pressure though. But don't despair because Baldridge's Velvet Hammer method provides a fantastic formula that you can follow to really hit the nail on the head. So let's take a look. The first step. Start by asking them for a minute of their time, informing them that you need their help. This looks like, Hey Jeff, got five minutes? Awesome. I could really use your help. Or Got a minute, Teresa? Great. This shouldn't take long. I'd love a hand with something. By initiating the process with a simple request for help, you immediately put them at ease you are implying that they are capable of something that you're not. This sets a friendly and collaborative tone and it makes them feel useful and capable. You're probably wondering, what on earth do you need their help with? It's their problem, not yours. Well, think again. If you care enough to offer criticism, then it's also your problem. And that's why you need their help. You will need their help in fixing something that they did or didn't do, whatever it is that you plan to offer constructive criticism about. And you need their help with this because you can't change it for them. The change comes from within them, they have to decide to change or not. This could apply to any variety of behaviors that need fixing. Examples include arriving late to meetings falling behind on important deliverables or submitting unpolished work. But the behaviors could also be, and often are, communication-related. This includes things like inattentive listening, uncollaborative language, or unprofessional diction. On to the next step. Step 2. Okay, so we've asked them for help. Now, Once they've agreed Here's what you say next. I've noticed quite a few typos in your recent client reports. Pause. I was wondering what's causing this problem. Pause. I'm concerned it will give our clients the impression that we don't care about them. What do you suggest we do? Pay close attention to the structure here. First, you state the problem. Secondly, you explain why it's important to you. And lastly, you invite the recipient to offer a solution. By stating the problem at the outset, you avoid any confusion as to what is being discussed. This is very important. After that, you can provide a clear justification for why it matters. This proves that you aren't just nitpicking. It offers a valid motivation for approaching them in the first place. Finally, instead of telling them what to do about it, you give them agency over finding a solution while also indicating that you are there as a thought partner to help solve this with them. This is critical because it invests in the recipient in fixing the problem without you coming across as domineering or combative. When executed correctly, the recipient will be grateful for your feedback and eager to make amends. Alrighty, there you have it. In one fell swoop, we've replaced the compliment sandwich with the velvet hammer. Let's briefly recap. Ensure that your feedback is indeed constructive, oriented towards improvement rather than faults. Initiate the process with a request for help. Deliver your feedback clearly, explaining why it's important to you. Invite them to join you in coming up with a solution. Providing constructive feedback is a fundamental communication skill to have. And as with most topics that we discuss here, it's not reserved only for those in managerial roles or for the workplace. Think about it we give constructive criticism to our friends, our family, and anyone else that we interact with on a daily basis. It pays lifetime dividends to get good at it. The velvet hammer packs a firm punch, but it does so in a softer way. It emphasizes that you have the recipient's best interests at heart and that it says that you're there to help them fix things. Now I encourage you to practice this at home first, so try giving this criticism to uh, an imaginary person. Then get a friend to role play it with you, and as a bonus, they'll learn the skill as well and you can even film the interaction so that you can look back on it and analyze your word choice, your pacing, and your intonation. Remember, you're going for a thoughtful, collaborative, and open-minded approach here. The end result is an efficient, polite, and collaborative way of delivering constructive criticism. Not bad, eh? So now that I've shared our thoughts, I would love to hear your experiences with constructive criticism, both giving and receiving. Where did you encounter it and how did it make you feel? What strategies can you think of to give constructive criticism to someone? Share that with me and the Exploring Community in the comments down below. And if you loved this lesson, which I hope you did, please be sure to let me know. You can give this video a thumbs up on YouTube. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to join our Tribe of Explorers so that you never miss a lesson. And if you ring that bell, you'll get notified about our weekly lessons and live streams. Email this video to a friend or a coworker who also wants to supercharge their social skills. And while we're at it, feel free to share this with your Facebook and Twitter friends as well. And remember that the write ups of these lessons are always available on our blog at exploring.co blog. With that, have an awesome week, explorers. Thank you so much for joining me, and I will see you next time for your next exploring lesson. Happy exploring!